0: You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 71, the truth about buttons and triggers. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama. This episode is coming out on Marissa's 14th birthday. I can't believe I have a 14 year old who will be going to high school next year. It's so exciting. Listen, for all of you who have negative thoughts about teenagers, they're just thoughts. Teens are awesome. My first job out of social work school was with teens at a day treatment center, and I loved it. I think a key thing to appreciating teenagers is understanding what's normal about their development, because then you're not freaking out as much about stuff. Like their whole job is to start figuring out their identities, who they are independent of you. And so naturally, that can cause us to feel uneasy and have all kinds of thoughts that cause us to feel anxious and frustrated, even infuriated. But that's why we have coaching, right? I've got you, mama. And it's not to say that I don't ever have those thoughts myself, by the way, because I certainly do. I'm human, and I've had many of the same thoughts that you've had. It's actually a good segue into today's topic. How many times have you had the thought My kids really know how to push my buttons, or my kids trigger me. I used to have those thoughts all the time, and I'm here to tell you now that those sentences in your mind aren't true. And when you tell yourself those lies, you're always going to feel powerless. What we mean when we say our kids push our buttons or something triggers us is that something outside of ourselves causes us to feel a negative emotion, and that's not true. Nothing outside of you can ever cause your feelings. Your thoughts do. Your kid's behavior is neutral. You trigger yourself with the thoughts you choose to think about it. When you think a triggering thought, you feel a negative emotion come on suddenly, as if out of your control. And rather than responding calmly and with love, you likely react by yelling, threatening, punishing, or shutting down. These actions are your protective mechanisms. You're trying to protect yourself from painful emotions like shame, guilt, anger, and fear. It seems like your child is making you feel those emotions because the thoughts are so automatic And because when you're not in the habit of watching your thoughts and noticing them, you don't even realize they're there. A lot of moms tell me that they don't want to pass on their emotional baggage to their kids, or they don't want to react in ways their own parents did. But when you're not aware of the unconscious beliefs driving you, you'll unintentionally pass them on. When you become conscious of those beliefs and can look at them with curiosity and compassion, then you can start to change them. And most of what I do as a coach is to help moms become aware of their patterns of thinking and their beliefs that aren't serving them in their lives. Some of the most common triggering thoughts my clients have are, my kids don't respect me. They don't value me. This shouldn't be happening. This is wrong. This is all my fault. I'm not good enough. I have to do everything. I'm not doing it right, and I'm a failure. Your kids will do whatever they do. What causes your feelings are what you make their behavior mean. It's what you're choosing to think about it. As long as you believe your kids are pushing your buttons, you'll stay in emotional childhood, blaming them for how you're choosing to feel. If you believe that they're causing your negative emotions, you'll always try to control them so you can feel good. You'll use whatever power you have, including yelling, punishing, and threatening to stop their behavior. The truth is that you are 100% in control because you can redirect your brain to think and practice more useful thoughts whenever you want. The process of reprogramming your brain and disabling your buttons takes time, patience, and lots of self-compassion. It's not something you do once and then you're done. You have to train your mind to unlearn thoughts, sometimes deeply ingrained ones, and to develop new neural pathways in the brain. When you consistently pay attention to your thoughts and follow the steps I'm about to give you, you'll be able to make progress toward disabling your buttons permanently. So number one is to accept and allow any emotions you're feeling without judgment. You can't expect yourself to feel better when you're beating yourself up for feeling bad. Remember that 50% of the time, you're going to experience negative emotions and that's normal. Emotions are just vibrations in your body and they're caused by those sentences in your mind. Number two is to write down only the facts of what your child said or did without interpreting them. So facts don't include any adjectives. For example, my kid is rude is not a fact. Even something like my kid woke up late isn't a fact because the word late is subjective. My kid woke up at six forty-five AM would be a fact. Your daughter saying the words you're a mean mommy could be a fact, but it's just her thought you are a mean mommy. Your son getting a 60% on his history test is a fact. And the reason you want to be very factual is that facts don't hurt. They're not problems. They have no effect on you until you attach meaning to them. So step number three is to ask yourself, what am I making these facts mean? That's where you'll find many of those triggering thoughts I shared before. Most likely, the meaning you're giving to the situation isn't serving you when it's causing you to feel upset and act out. And this is where using the self-coaching model helps you see the results your thoughts are creating for you. For example, if the fact is that my daughter said the words, you're a mean mommy, and my thought is, I'm a failure, I'm going to feel shame. I might react to my shame by yelling and trying to make her feel responsible for a feeling that I'm causing with my own thinking. The result is that I'm not showing up the way I want to as a mom, which proves my original thought that I'm a failure. Number four is I want you to ask, what's another way I can look at this situation? What if none of it was a problem at all? What would I be thinking or feeling instead? So using the same example, my daughter said the words, you're a mean mommy, my thought could be, she's upset with me right now because she didn't get her way, and that's okay. My feeling would be understanding. So I might say, I get that you're disappointed right now, honey. And the result would be that it's okay for her to be upset, and I remain calm and loving. Finally, I want you to be curious and compassionate with yourself about everything, the thoughts, feelings, and actions that led you to this moment. All of them are a part of the process of disabling your buttons and healing yourself. Use every experience as an opportunity to learn and grow. How do you want to show up differently in the future? What thoughts can you start practicing now that will interrupt your triggering thoughts the next time they appear? When you believe your kids can push your buttons, when you blame them for your feelings, you give all your power away. The fact is your kids can't push your buttons. They can't trigger you. They can only say words and do things, and you are always in control of whether you push your own buttons and think triggering thoughts in response. By the way, the same is true for all the people in your life you think push your buttons and all the circumstances you think trigger you, your spouse, your mother, the weather, the traffic, and so on. Take your power back. It doesn't mean you never get angry. It doesn't mean you never think thoughts that create negative emotions. It just means that you take full responsibility for how you make yourself feel and know that you always have a choice. That's what I've got for you today. And if you're ready to take all of these concepts and apply them to your own life, you've got to get on my schedule. Stop putting it off. Give yourself and your kids the gift of a happier mom in the new year. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up for your free mini session with me so we can talk about what's possible. All right, I will talk to you next week on Christmas Eve. Have a wonderful week, mama. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you like this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too, so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.